Good evening, everybody. I hope everybody had a great Sunday, a day of worship. I hope you was able to join the church of your choice, one with a good Bible study. Uh, that's what Sunday's about. It's a day of worship. Actually, every day should be a day of worship. And I'm grateful that I'm able to provide some of that. Uh, the Lord has led me to do this and through his, my faith in him, I will continue on. So I left off the other day saying that I would let y'all know about my last name. Uh, I met this wonderful woman <laughs> 30 some odd years ago. Uh, we were in grade school actually. And uh, anyways, we, uh, we were just friends we went, about, went on about our lives. We both have had uh, other marriages in our life and uh, they were not meant to be. So, me and her got to talking. She got to riding with me in the truck. We went to Las Vegas. Uh, her dad had recently passed and when we got to Vegas, they asked me what name do we want to use? And we are equal as one, so therefore I took her last name as well as mine, and we come up with Knuckles Hyphen Phillips. Now Karen's a great woman. She has, uh, she's the founder of the Missing East Texas Eight and Beyond. Those that have not been to that page need to go and Look it over. Maybe you might have some information on some of the missing. That is uh, that is her calling. I'm a great part of that as well. Uh, I hide behind the scenes. I do the flyers and whatever else they ask me to do. Uh, there's a lot of women involved in that group. We have a lot of admins and they do wonderful, great work to help the missing. So that being said, that's part of my history. And I'm here to read y'all God's word. So let's say a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, 
come to you today thankful for all you've done for us Lord Lord we're thankful for what you've done for this uh, group and this daily Bible reading study uh, Lord it's well beyond anything that I could have done I am nobody to this I am just a vessel that you speak through when I'm reading and I am very thankful of that Lord, we ask that you bless each and every one out there that is listening. Uh, give them a blessing. Show them your love. Keep them focused on the cross. For if it wasn't for the cross, none of us could have any salvation. Lord, we ask that you forgive us of all our sins. And keep us believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So today's lesson is going to be Jesus talks with the Samaritan woman. And there's also going to be a second part. No, no, there's no second part to this one. This one is just going to be about Jesus talks with the Samaritan woman. Chapter 4 of John. Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but it was his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. So Jesus had, had heard that, uh, he learned that the Pharisees were saying, Hey, you know, this guy's baptizing more people than John. Uh, and it, in fact, it wasn't him, it was disciples. So he left. He left and... Uh, Judea, and he went back into Galilee. Now he had gone through Samara. So he came into a town in Samara called Sakar, near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus was tired as he was from the journey, set down by the well, and it was about noon. So on his way through, he come to this town of Sakar. There's where Jacob's well. He was tired from the journey. He just wanted to sit down and rest. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food, so there was nobody around. It was just Jesus and the woman. And he asked her, said, Will you give me a drink? The Samaritan woman said to him, You're a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For the Jews do not associate with the Samaritans. So, he's a Jew, she's a Samaritan, they're not even supposed to associate, and here he is asking her for a drink of water. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. So she didn't have a clue who he was. She didn't know that the Messiah was there yet. And she knew of the Messiah coming. We'll learn about that in a minute. But Jesus is telling her, if you knew who I was, if you knew who I was, you would be asking me for a drink and you will be giving living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get 
this living water. So here she's curious why this man's even saying that and you know talking about living water she don't have a clue what he's even talking about she don't even realize who he is are you greater than our father jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as did also his sons and his livestock so she's still questioning on what authority this man has and what is he talking about living water jesus answered everyone who drinks this well will be thirsty again so he's talking about the well that she's drawing water from everybody that drinks from that well will get thirsty again but whoever drinks the water i give them will never thirst amen indeed the water i give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to an eternal life so he's he's offering her it he's, he's trying to tell her you know that I have something else to give you that you will never thirst. I have some living water to give you. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I don't I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. So still she's not hearing what he's saying. She's still referring to the well itself, the Jacob's well, the water that comes from earth. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. Now remember God already knows everything. Jesus knows everything about us. He knows everything we have and we have done. She says, I have no husband, she replied. There, God, Jesus knew how truthful this woman was. She told the truth. She said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you're right. When you say you have no husband, the fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband yet you have just said what you have just said is quite true so he's, he's he knows her heart he knows that she has told the truth he already knows that she wasn't hiding anything and he told her you've had five husbands and now you're still living with the man that is not your husband this i know for he is jesus he knows everything the woman answered sir the woman said i can see that you are a prophet our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews came, claimed that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. So she's she's thinking he's just a great prophet that has come down from Jerusalem and they, that, that he's trying to lead her back to Jerusalem. That's the only place that they could worship. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. So there's a time coming when you can worship the Father anywhere. That's what he's telling her. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. So he's telling them that they, you know, they worship uh, in ways that they probably, they shouldn't be worshiping, and that the, they, the Jews worship for salvation because Jesus is Jew. He is the salvation. He is our eternal life. He is the light. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. So there he's telling her, he's telling her there is a time coming when true worshipers will worship in the spirit. They will be spirit led. They will be filled with the Holy Spirit for they believe 
in order to get the Spirit, you must be saved, repent of your sins, and believe in Jesus, that he walked on this earth, that he was crucified on the cross, his blood was shed for our sins, and he had risen in the third day. You have to believe that with all of your heart, as well as ask forgiveness of your sins. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. So he's seen the truth in this woman, and he's telling her that he can give her this. She's a truthful woman, and there is coming a time when they will worship in the spirit and truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. So she's telling him, there is a, you're a prophet, but there is a, because she's still thinking he's a prophet. She's saying, you're a prophet, but there is coming a time when the Messiah will come and he will tell us how we should live. He will explain everything to us. So in her teachings, uh, she has been told of this Messiah coming, but yet she doesn't realize that she is speaking with the Messiah. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Amen. So could you imagine that last that last uh, verse there? I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Could you imagine hearing that? Here you are, uh, a Samaritan, he's a Jew. Um, you come to draw some water, you need some water, he asks you for a drink. Samaritan Jews don't associate with each other. He told her, you know, go get her husband. She said she don't have a husband. He said, you're right, you're telling the truth. You've had four or five husbands, and you're living with a man now that is not your husband. She realizes that this man must know something. He, he He's a prophet or something. She doesn't realize that he is the Messiah. She... He tells her of if, if she knew who he was, she would be asking him for the living water. She jokingly said, you know, um, give me this water so I may never thirst again. Still thinking he's a prophet, not knowing who he is. And he tells her, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Amen. So... That is the, actually the reading for the day. Uh, we're going to continue this tomorrow with the disciples rejoining Jesus and where the woman goes from there. Amen. The, 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 the lesson behind this story is, is basically really and truly that, that Jesus is the way. He is the true living water for eternal life. You have to believe in him. Throughout this whole book so far, it's been believing in Jesus. Without the believing, full, fully believing and having faith in Jesus, you cannot reach salvation. You will not have eternal life. You will not be able to drink of the living water. You have to believe in Jesus. It is not me reading of the scriptures. Or doing anything I am a vessel that God is using but what I'm doing is not going to get me into heaven but my faith in Jesus is uh, amen 
So let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message that you have uh, presented us today. It's just a reading of your word. Lord, we want you to ask you that you continuously keep us focused on the cross and the meaning in Jesus Christ. That is our salvation. We know that we must confess of our sins and we must believe in the life and resurrection, crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you continuously wrap your arms around us, bless us, keep us safe. Lord, we want to uh, praise and worship you and glorify you and magnify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, God. 